Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And it's Caroline. We're back for part two. Part two, your favorite, Casey Anthony. Uh, she's nobody's favorite ever. Zero. She has zero people who like her. So I've done no research on it since then. So I'm I'm ready to hear part two. Hopefully you guys out there did not do much research or you don't remember, you know, the rest of the story because it did happen a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but before that, quick announcement, Andrew G, if you're local, you know who he is. If you've listened to our other episodes, he was on our Dennis Nielsen, um, B team serial killer episode. He was one of our guests. So much fun. He is actually going to be our host for our live show on June 18th. So you get to hear another familiar voice. He's got a great voice. So he's going to introduce us. He's going to be fun. He's going to do a little something during the intermission. So hopefully you're excited about that. Shout out to Andrew G for being our MC. MC, look at us. Look at us go. I know. We're even more official. 100%. <laughs> I got nothing to say. Yeah, Caroline's real tired. She's had a... Very eventful weekend. Too many things. Too many days in a row. Four yeah. days. Way too many things And you happening. didn't get to go to bed at 9 o'clock any of those days, did you? No, I did not. So she's real behind on sleep. Real behind. Wow. I had to get, I had to like wear makeup every day. I had to get dressed every day. Oh, Sometimes multiple yeah. times a day. No way. It was a wedding, right? Yes. Yes. And you were in the wedding, so that's even... No, I wasn't. Oh. I don't know why I had to do all these things. <laughs> I wasn't even in the wedding. <laughs> they were like, let's go there ahead. It was like a brunch, and there was a bride bridal sh lunch, and another brunch, and a On the dinner. same wedding day, all Thursday, that? there was two things Thursday, two things Friday, two things Saturday. I skipped one thing Saturday, because I had to sleep. Or I just <laughs> laid in the bed until like 3 o'clock. <laughs> wow. So. They stay married for a long time. Same. It's a lot of work for a wedding. But there was some, well, there was some, we had some funny stories. Good. But yeah, it was good. Good. Um, so while you're at the wedding, we talked about Gonzalo being caught and my steering wheel is officially oh. empty. I need oh. another picture to put on my steering wheel. I literally was talking about the podcast to every single person I, t I yeah. talked to or met. Yeah. And yes, I remember seeing that. And I went in and I told people, I was like, y'all, Gonzalo Lopez <laughs> is still out there. And now he's just killed five people. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because you're in Georgia, right? I guess it yeah, but a big I was deal telling in Georgia. People, I was telling my family from uh, Texas. Oh, no they idea. They should be fired. They had no idea. I said, obviously, none of y'all listen to my podcast. <laughs> Or the news. And then the other side, the other, so the groom, the people who were friends with the groom were trying to get dirt on my cousin, who was the bride. Uh -huh. And so they had this, like, they were in this room with this big, long rectangle table. And it was just like a group of like six of his friends. And they were trying to call like me in there, my sister in there, my other sister in there trying to get dirt. And so I was like, okay. And I went in there and I said, y'all, I do have some dirt. I'm going to need you to go ahead and pull out your phone, <laughs> open Spotify, go ahead, open Spotify and type in bloody happy hour. 
and the dirt comes out on the episodes. And I and they're thinking that these are going to be episodes, something about her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's just my podcast. So go listen. <laughs> and how weird that they want to find dirt like the day of or the night before. I the wedding. don't know. She's were they going to the like night- stand up and like object? Well, let's dive into some Casey. Let's go. So we ended off last time with what she was uh, charged with. Right? You remember? Well, so she's charged with um, not with, well, neglect of a child. Uh Uh-huh. Making false statements. Um, So after she gets charged, Cindy, which is her mom, um sits down with police talks to them about the car because remember the car was at the impound yes and when she gets it back from the impound she told them that it had trash in the trunk like a trash bag and she uh, she says it was like a pizza box with maggots okay so now it does not smell like a dead body. It smells like pizza with maggots. And now she knows what's in the trash bag when before she said she just threw it away. Yes. She knows what was in it. So some uh, some people speculate that what happened is whenever Casey, I guess, went to a dumpster, got a trash bag out of the dumpster, put it in her car, and took out whatever, like the body, Kaylee's body, put yeah. it and then put it where she put it um, and in order to like cover up the smell of the oh. body. I heard that on another okay. podcast. So this, I, I, we don't know for sure if that's what it is, but so she, the mom's saying it smells like rotting pizza or pizza with maggots. And they're like, mm, you actually already admitted on the 911 call that it smells like a dead body. Mm-hmm. So now she's trying to retract her statement and just take it back and be like, Oh, I was just doing that as an analogy whatever they bring uh they end up bringing dogs in so then the dogs can test to see if they like smell cadaver yes and of course they start going crazy around the trunk of the car what Mm -hmm. i didn't know that and then the bottom of the trunk there was a small stain which was the size of a small body um and they take the carpet out of the trunk and then they confirm that there was decomposition Mm. and um there was also a strong chloroform like a there was chloroform do you remember this part no they tested um there was chloroform along the trunk of the car and they did a dna testing and then they found a hair and they i guess the hair didn't have the follicle follicle but okay they said on the on the hair through mitochondria, they tested it and it came back saying that the hair was either Cindy, Casey, or Kaylee's, but the hair was longer than Casey's hair and it was untreated. And Cindy's uh, hair had been treated, so then they determined that it was Kaylee's hair. Mm. Um, also, the hair had what was called like a decomposition band on it, I guess, when they look at it through the microscope. And this band is like a dark band that can appear on the hair when the body is decomposing. Oh. So there you go. Sounds like some great evidence to me. Investigators also seized the family computer, try to find evidence of to see what was happening on the computer, what they were looking for. Um, and they noticed that someone had been using the computer to Google search how to make chloroform. What does chloroform do? Chloroform is um, what makes the plants green. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I thought that was chlorophyll. Well, there's chlorophyll, there's chloroform. I think I'm about to tell you about it. Um, They tell Cindy that on the computer they found that someone was searching for chloroform and they asked her to explain. And she said she was searching for chlorophyll on the computer because her dogs were eating bamboo in the backyard and she wanted to make sure that it wasn't toxic and during the search it pulled up chloroform and so she clicked it chlorophyll is what makes a plant green so i don't know why she was searching Uh, for chlorophyll and not just something like bam is bamboo toxic to my dogs 
Is chloroform what's used to suffocate people? Is that what they I, put over their nose? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was it was like cleaning aid. Well, no. maybe it is too. Okay. So after they're digging into this and they realize like Cindy wasn't even home at the time the computer search was made. And so it was proven that Casey was the only one home when the search was made. Mm. So I don't know why Cindy is trying to cover for Casey now. this whole time. Or yes, yes. Now because like she changed her story. She it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I mean, did she like really maybe she's been doing that for her her whole life, I guess. Yes, I thought about that. But then why were you so adamant about these police coming and I think because at first she really didn't think Casey worried. Yeah, she didn't think Casey had anything to do with it. And then she realized Mm. Casey has everything to do with it. Now let me just cover for her. Come out, yeah. Oh shit! But that's your grandbaby. I know. So Cindy eventually goes down to jail to visit Casey and decided this was a good time to ask her about Zanny. Then okay. So she's like, "What does Zanny look like? You know, I have no idea what she looks like. What's?" The police are asking me, do you have any photos? Like, I, how can I just, can I describe them? I don't know what she looks like. And Cindy tells Casey that uh, police told her that Casey could not even pick Zanny out of a lineup. Oh. So, so she's like getting mad and she's like, why do you not know what she, why can you t not tell anybody what she looks like? Well, cause she doesn't I mean, you exist. said she's a 10. You, you did say she's a 10. So... Um, earlier, so it says it just so happens that earlier on an officer did show Casey a photo of a woman by the name Zaneda Gonzalez. And, but, but the officer showed Casey a picture of this lady. Casey did not recognize her as Zaneda Gonzalez because uh, there really is a, a Zaneda Fernando Gonzalez uh -huh. lady out there. And then Casey's like, oh, that's not her. I don't recognize. I mean, uh, so she doesn't. She just made up this complete fake person. I don't know, but whenever she's telling these stories, she is so quick on details and the stuff that she met, like the person, I mean, she makes up so much stuff. Mm -hmm. Like some other guy even testified. It was supposedly this Zanny the nanny was keeping, was keeping Kaylee and another guy's kid and then this other guy goes and testifies like, I've never even met met Casey. I don't even have a kid. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea what's happening. She's a great, horrible liar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. It's almost like the story was so crazy that you couldn't, you couldn't not believe it. Yeah, it's like, it's gotta you're like, be you true. You can't make that yeah. all that up. So a couple of months later, Zaneda, Zan Zanny, Files a defamation lawsuit against yeah. Casey. Okay, we'll see where that goes. So when Cindy and George visit Casey in jail, it's like it's been about a month at this point, and they tell her like people are saying that Kaylee is dead, and of course Casey just rolls her eyes and says, "Surprise, surprise." Oh, yeah. so she really cares. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Uh, what? She's so rude. Siri is trying to be on the podcast. <laughs> so Cindy asked Casey what her gut was telling her. Like, what is your gut telling you? What do you think? Where do you think? Do you think she's close? Do you think she's near nearby? And Casey says that she believes that Kaylee is not far. Um, so she ends up hiring this guy, this attorney, Jose Bays. Okay. Well, Jose Bays writes a letter to the sheriff's office about Casey, how she's willing to cooperate. And she, you know, just I guess this way she can then post like bail and get out of jail. Mm -hmm. So once she posts bail, she gets out. She's given an electronic monitoring device to wear around and she goes back to her parents house. So the media at this point is going crazy. I bet her parents even paid for her to get out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So the media is going crazy. They're swarming the house outside, waiting in the driveway, on the lawn. And of course, the public's outraged. Reminds me a lot of the whole Brian Laundry thing with mm -hmm. all these people surrounding the house. 
Um, and they were just so mad like that she was released and able to go home. Well, after I think there's a few like there's altercations outside of the house because there's constant media around and everybody's getting super stressed out. Um, and then, you know, Casey's very unlikable. Nobody likes her. Everybody thinks she's guilty. She's arrested again on August 29th for something that had nothing to do with the case. Um, and it what was, was it? for writing. This checks. is where it was okay. for writing the checks. Okay. For like $650. But she wrote four checks. Gosh. So then she gets arrested again. So then Casey's parents post no. her bail and get her out again. No. Yes. I I just don't know why her parents like her. I don't know. I don't. And I guess. I mean, I they guess just the keep bailing her out. Unconditional, but my goodness. Then on December 11th, 2008, less than one mile from the Anthony's home, a like a city worker, utility meter worker guy was out working and he sees something off the road and he said it looks kind of like a skull. What? And then he poked it with a stick, which contaminated it. Oh my gosh. So he apparent. So I've heard two things. I heard he he was like, "Oh, that's a skull," but poked it anyway. Yeah. But then, I'm like, "But what can a stick do?" I exactly. I don't think it can do anything. So he finally he realized it was a skull, and he was like, "Oh shit, this is a real skull." So he calls nine one one. He said it supposedly he reported it like three different times. Mm-hmm. They didn't take him serious. They. Let it go for a little bit. And then a couple of months later, it was still there. And he went and called the police again because nothing ever came of it. And then they finally came. Great job, Orlando. (sighs) And then they find that skull and they're like, oh, we found a skull. And the skull had like duct tape on it. So like apparently the the lower jaw, the mandible, Uh was still attached. And apparently whenever, because it had been like six months at this point. So typically what would happen is, you know, it's only, you're only connected. Yeah. Cause you're only connected together with cartilage or yeah. whatever ligaments. And so there, Muscle. there was duct tape and that's why it was still together. Cause it kept it. Cause it somehow kept it. Wow. I don't know. That's what I, yeah. That's usually the first thing to go. So they also found a, okay. They found a bag which had the rest of the bones in it. And then they had a baby blanket with Winnie the Pooh. Mm. And it was like in another laundry bag. So there was, I guess, a just a laundry bag with this stuff in it. They obviously immediately knew it was the reins of a child. So then um, a few days later on December 19th, police announced that the DNA testing had confirmed that the remains did belong to Kaylee. Oh, Kaylee. They got a warrant for the Anthony house, and that's when they discovered that Kaylee's room was Winnie the Pooh themed. Oh. And so it matched the blanket. And they so- also found like another, like a twin laundry bag to the one that they had found everything in. That was like oh, the matching the laundry matching bag, I guess. One, yeah. Like apparently these laundry bags came in a set of two. And then there was one at the house and there was one where her body was found. So remember the day she would, they, there was a big argument and she got Kaylee and they packed up their things and they mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's like when it happened because for there to be bones in a bag, she waited until the body totally decomposed, which is why her car smelled a certain oh. way. And then um, ditched the bones, not the body. If bones were in a bag, yeah, I don't, I didn't think about that because I don't. Do they not decompose if they're in a bag? Did I she, guess, but animals would eat it if it wasn't in a bag. She didn't dump the body. She didn't kill her and then dump her because her car wouldn't smell like yeah, a dead body. And why would there be bones in a bag? I don't know. That's just my thought. I know. Well. Definitely not an investigator. Clearly. Where was I? <laughs> okay. The laundry bag was only sold in pairs. So 
these two th- specific items made it clear that whoever killed Kaylee was not a stranger to the house and they okay. would have had access. So now she's being charged with first degree murder. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, then we have the media now at this point is completely ripping this family apart. Okay. Because they, they're being nasty to the parents. Just, they think that they're helping them out there because she keeps bailing them out. I mean, Cindy probably deserved it, but at this point, George, maybe not. I mean, but I mean, they're both guilty of helping her out. Yeah. I'll tell you in a little bit while, well, do you know about the George thing? I think. Okay. So January, 2009, um, George is not doing well. He's like staying in, he started staying in a hotel and now he starts like mixing drugs and alcohol and he has a suicide attempt. Yes. Yes. So someone had called the police. So apparently he was like constantly looking for her. Like every single day he was out there looking for Kaylee. Kaylee. So Uh I'm assuming that he just got a hotel because he just is like looking for her out here, looking for her here, stay in the hotel. I mean, so police end up doing a wellness check for him. They find he's safe, but then they realize that he did try to kill himself. And he had this like a suicide note and everything. Um, And of course the defense later on turns this around into he was trying to kill himself because he's guilty Uh or that he did it. So he's obviously taking this the hardest. Yes. Based on most of the evidence. So on May 24th, 2011, the trial begins and normally George and Cindy, who are the parents would not have been allowed in the court in the courtroom because they were witnesses. I don't know. Yeah. Did, yeah. You're not. So, but they were allowed because they were the grandparents. And as long as they showed no emotion. It's mm, hard to do. So if they did show emotion, they would be told to leave, which then this was something that they were later scrutinized for because why did they show no emotion ever? Yeah. Yeah. But so it's like a double edged sword sword. I think when you, um, testify or you're, yeah. When you're a witness, you can't sit in there until after you testify. Oh yes. You can't be like in the audience until after you testify. Cause they don't want what you've already heard. Right. To right. taint what you were going to testify. You said taint. Is it taint? Yeah, that's right. That's because that's what happened with Whitney Heard and the, you know. Who's, oh, the sister. She couldn't be Her in there. Only friend. Until, yeah. I don't even think they're friends. They're just related. Are we about to listen to something? Yes. So obviously Casey was lying throughout her, well, her whole life, to be honest. Um, and throughout this investigation. So there's no nanny. There's no job at Universal. At the time, she said there was a job. And so the question is, how... Do you live like, how, why are you always lying? Why, what, what caused this? Uh-oh. And this is going to be the defense's hurt. This is, I'm going to play a clip of Jose Bays, which is her attorney. And then I'll explain it. Okay. Casey was raised to lie. This child, at eight years old, learned to lie immediately. She could be 13 years old, have her father's penis in her mouth, and then go to school and play with the other kids as if nothing ever happened. Nothing's wrong. What? That will help you understand why no one knew that her child was dead. That's the most important thing you you must keep in the back of your mind is that sex abuse does things to us. It changes you. Some people are are fortunate to out. Some people are fortunate to live with it. Others are not. And in this sad tragedy, it had to happen to Casey. Wow. Uh huh. So, Casey, do we keep this on? Casey said that when she was eight years old, her dad began to molest her. 
And apparently her and her attorney came up with this as this was going to be their defense. Uh And that she didn't kill Casey, uh, Kaylee, that the dad did. And like, this is why she learned to lie so much is because she was taught to taught to. So, I mean, okay. And supposedly they, this is the daddy. He's the daddy of the baby of Kaylee. The daddy is the daddy. The daddy's the daddy of Kaylee. Kaylee. Anthony. George is Casey's dad. Yes. But if he was raping her, did he also father Kaylee? Oh. (laughs) What I'm asking. Well. Didn't that come up? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. So eventually George takes the stand. George is the dad, Mm -hmm. right? So eventually he takes a stand and he says he did not molest his daughter. Their proof was that Casey didn't go to the gynecologist until she was seven months pregnant. And this was the first time she had ever been to one. So uh, how's that proof? Don't. (laughs) That's actually a little sketch. I guess if you had been like molested they you would can have tell to, may, maybe that's what it means they could tell the gynecologist can tell if your something is broken your hymen or something like that so maybe so i would think it would be proof that she had gone to the gynecologist at a certain age and the hymen wasn't broken well apparently she had never been so maybe it would have that would have had to have caused injury if you're eight years old oh i don't know well i mean unless maybe. it's just like in the, i don't know well, so I, I George is just sitting there. He's in court. He has no idea that this is even going to be said. And he cannot make he he can't make a reaction. So he's just sitting there hearing this being accused of this for the first time like blank face. Oh, you know, like yeah. he can't even react. Yeah. But he obviously I mean I mean, how, I don't know. How shitty is she? Just if she's, if she's making this up, which I think she is. Yeah. Even if she's not, she's a liar and nobody's going to ever believe her. Yeah. But to turn, she's just self saving herself at the expense of everybody. Yeah. So this is a total shock to him. He is just like, I, I like no words. He had no idea this was coming. And of course, Cindy, the wife is just sitting there. She doesn't. I don't even know what she's thinking. She just is probably like, oh, well, it's okay. But here are the theories of the um, of what happened. So the prosecution comes and gives their theory of okay. what the story ha- what the story is. It's that Casey Anthony killed her daughter by using chloroform to knock her unconscious, used duct tape to cover her mouth and block her airways. Casey then wrapped Kaylee in her favorite blanket put her body in the trunk of the car, then went to her boyfriend's the next day. And then the next day they believe that she took Kaylee's body and put it into the woods and put it in a trash bag. Uh. Okay. Here's the defense's theory. Cindy was at work and George and Casey were looking for Kaylee. They said that George found Kaylee drowned in the pool (laughs) And yelled at Casey, look what you've done. Your mother will never forgive you. And then George helped her dispose of the body by wrapping Kaylee in a plastic um, bag, just like he would do when his, when their pets died. Mm, that's just a big pulled that story out of what? Out apparently. Of uh, yes. Apparently whoever Casey was jailmates with for the five seconds she was in jail. That was the story of the jailmate. Oh, so they copied the story. Cindy's theory is Kaylee accidentally drowned in the pool while Casey was watching her and Casey must have freaked out and tried to dispose of the body, but didn't realize what she was doing. (laughs) Then later on, Cindy goes and says that Casey had seizures. Wait, start saying all that again. This is Cindy's theory. Okay. Kaylee accidentally drowned in the pool while Casey was watching her. Okay. And Casey must have freaked out and tried to dispose of the body, but didn't realize what she was doing. Oh, right. Okay. This is George's theory. The dad. Okay. Casey was giving uh, Kaylee Xanax. Oh, come on, George. Zanny, 
The nanny. The nanny. Um, and so George believes that Casey was giving her Xanax, then calling it Zanny, Zanny. like that was going to be what was going to be taking care of her mm-hmm. and helping her sleep and to babysit her while Casey went out and partied and hung out with her boyfriend and it gave her the freedom to do what she wanted. He thinks that she gave her too much Xanax and she didn't wake up. George is the only one with some damn sense up in here. Right. But what's the purpose of the duct tape? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. To. That sounds like it could be right. But why would you need the duct tape? Maybe in case she woke up to make sure she. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's why I don't think it's an accident. Oh, I don't think it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's an accident, you don't need duct tape. That's true. Well, listen, this trial was a shit show. Now, Casey's team was blaming anyone and everyone for what happened to Kaylee. This like messy, messy, messy. But anybody who was like paying attention, I guess most likely in the media, the media was not was presenting that she's guilty. Yes. And but this was also televised. Did you watch it ever? No. I mean, I remember seeing it, but. So apparently the defense was really good and the uh, prosecution was, did not like do as good of a job as the defense, which is, which is, well, yeah, I'll get there. So also the jurors, there were jurors were talking about the case outside of court, which is a big no, no. And. One juror ended up selling information to like a blogger or something like, I mean, there's drama. So for some reason, Casey's team was going so hard. They're trying to point the finger at the father just to get like any, any guilt off of her. And they, there was really nothing tying him to the crime. Um, But it turned into the circus because now they're focusing on the dad and pointing fingers at him instead of the actual case, like yeah. the actual murder and what's actually like the, what they can, what, the, what they were here to do. Yeah. So yeah. they start doing that and it, it just got like, they weren't even looking at facts anymore. They were just trying to, it was a, dis- it was supposed to distract them and yes. it did. Yes. Yes. Wow. Um, and there was, the trial went on for like mm, several months. I don't know how many months. July fifth, two thousand eleven, is whenever they came to their uh, deli- to the verdict. But so the defense had this really strong case. They were making up stuff left and right, but it was there wasn't enough evidence by the prosecution mm-hmm. to obviously convince them because after about ten hours, the jury comes back and they have an answer. And she's not guilty. Oh, my gosh. I mean, everybody's sitting there watching it on TV like, yeah, like, bye, bitch. And she gone. Yeah. No. I mean, everybody's shocked. Everybody's just literally, they don't know what that, like, it's like OJ all over again. So it's like, yeah. So it's like um, the prosecution had the one story, which was probably the real story. But the defense kept throwing up all these other stories, but they created reasonable doubt. Yes. Yes. And so now the jurors couldn't go in and say, without a doubt, I believe that she did it. And then I'm sure they had a little bit of sympathy for her if she was getting, if they thought she was being molested by her daddy. Yes. Yes. And they were watering it down. They watered down the whole story and they just focused on how it wasn't her fault. And this was all done to her. Like, oh, you know, tons so, of people have been molested. They don't kill their kids. Might make, but, and even if you're a liar, a liar, being a liar didn't make you kill your kids. No. Stupid. So charges are made. We have Casey was convicted of four misdemeanor charges of giving false information to law enforcement. Um, Judge Perry sentenced her to one year in county jail and a thousand dollars what but at this point casey had already served three years so she got got credit and then she got additional credit from good behavior 
And so then she was actually released on July 17th. So she literally was there for like five days in Mm-mm. jail. And then she gets released. Yeah. I'm um, thinking she was most likely giving blowjobs to the judge under what? the bench. Probably. Yeah. What? Wouldn't she sleep with her lawyer too? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, everybody's livid. I mean, this whole thing was on TV. The jurors then want, they start receiving death threats. Should. They're getting all kinds of emails, everything. The names were kept quiet for a certain amount of time. But then after a little bit, it's like, oh, here you go. Let's just yeah. give out your names. Yeah. And so it was. Here's these dumbasses. Uh-huh. Harass them. And yeah, I, I guess. Well, they do. I don't know how long they have to hold the names or whatever. But anyways, they're getting death threats and probably book deals and all kinds of stuff. So after the trial, it came out that Casey had filed for bankruptcy twice and she was unable to pay um, Jose. But what what will she do since she cannot pay her lawyer? Bend over. <laughs> what will she do, April? There's only one option. And that obviously, she's good at. one thing she's good at sexual favors. Mm. There's no other choice. It was even reported that Casey was seen completely naked in his office. And the person said they accidentally walked in on it and they were like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. So, I mean, apparently it's not illegal to have sex with your lawyer. Oh, okay. You know, it's like frowned upon. Just, just. Maybe unethical. Okay. But. So the lawyer can't even get in trouble. No, I mean, it's over. The trial's over. I guess (laughs) not. Yeah, I guess so. So I guess they were having this secret like sex relationship. Um, but that's literally all that there is out there. That's it. That's- I wonder how many times equaled her bill. I know. And then like, is the blowjob costs more? I, I, I need to see like a Adam. I'm sure when she does her tell all book. A receipt. Or, I think she's like tried multiple times to get a book. And nobody like, like nobody wants to do it because they're like, mm, bitch, you did it. Just uh. Submit it. Um, and then to make matters a little worse. Remember, Zaneda Gonzalez was going to do a uh, defamation case against her. Well, good old Judge Perry, who was getting blowjobs under the bench, threw that out and said, no, no defamation case. Wow. That's why I think he was definitely giving blowjobs. Getting blowjobs. Just tossed it right out, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know why. Don't know. I can see how that could hurt Zaneda. I mean, that's not a common name. So. No. Yeah. If somebody said April Pullen stole their kid, what if I get fired from my job? What if I get looked at? What if people start unsubscribing from the podcast? Well, then, I mean, I don't know. Better go give blowjobs to the judge. (laughs) Not finished yet. 2017, it was revealed that there was a search on the family computer for, I don't know why it's 2017. I don't know why it took so long for them to find stuff on the computer. But apparently it said... Uh, a search for foolproof suffocation. Foolproof? Oh my gosh. I know. And that could have only occurred while Casey was at the home and it was discovered that 48 hours before Casey was arrested, her internet history was deleted. Uh, well, I don't know why they found this all out after the trial. Yeah. That's it six was years wiped, later. cleaned, vanished, totally gone. And she also had done an interview in 2017 where she said she remembers waking up that morning saying goodbye to her mom, going back to sleep, and then she woke up and Kaylee was missing. So her cho- her story keeps changing. changing. And th- this is then when Cindy was talking about Casey having seizures. Like, she was known to have seizures. Like, it just makes no <laughs> sense. They just keep changing their stories. So also in this interview, she says that she is okay with herself and she sleeps good at night. And that Kaylee would have been 12 years old and the interview person asked what, like, what do you think she would be like now? And she's like, oh, she'd be a total badass. She'd probably listen to classic rock and play sports and not take shit from anybody. Oh, you robbed her of that. Yeah, you did. So Casey then took up photography. Mm -hmm. And then um, that was her new passion. I mean, maybe... But she wasn't, she wasn't really wanting to be like a photographer of like 
um, like family photographer or anything like that. She wanted to be a private investigator. Oh, she might be one now. Uh, yeah. She said that the reason that her. the reason that she's so good at her job, I guess that means that she is a PI, is that she learned firsthand how to research people's background, search for information, and gather all information needed. Mm-mm. Is she still in Florida? Yes, because she's partying at the bars. Mm. Yeah. I bet bars are paying her to come to their club. And then she like got in some bar fight with some chick and then they called 911. Like you could not call you couldn't call 911 the day when you figured out your kid was missing, yeah. but you're gonna get in a bar now fight. Now you call. know the number to 911. Mm. So George has consistently denied all the claims. And Casey said that she does not give a fuck what anybody thinks about her and she never will. <laughs> does she still have a relationship with her parents? Um, they The dad does not talk to her. The mom and dad are still married. Wow. And the mom, I think, must occasionally talk to her, but I don't think that they're like... What was that? Hello? I don't think they're um, like hanging out on every like holiday or anything. But the uh, dad does not talk to her. The dad doesn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. wonder where so, the, brother, if the brother likes oh, her. Oh, yeah, the brother. I know that while she was in jail, like, uh, she had, there, there's so much. I, I There's a lot of skimming over the, because there's yeah. just so much. But I don't know if they are talking to this day. Okay. I know they were still, they were talking while she was at least in jail. Um, So, Casey Anthony gets away with murder. It was messy, but apparently she had a douchebaggy, good enough, like, lawyer guy who knew what he was doing enough. I think he even worked on the OJ case. Uh, Okay. There was some, he, there, he has some other big cases. So I'm like, how does she, how did she afford it? But we know how she afforded it. She didn't afford it. Um, and I just don't know why, um. Like, I mean, she's not getting, like, ass-kicked or anything. Like, people are just letting her live her life, which she shouldn't go do that. But I guess that's why when they're, I don't know. I don't know why she just is living her life. I guess because she got away with murder, so she just can't do that. And now a word from our sponsors. Nine one one. what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, Do you mean, could it be? The The Poltergeist House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys we will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable so put on your favorite vinyl grab your favorite glass of wine tune into our show and let's have some fun wine Wine and vinyl vinyl. (laughs) so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast we'll be talking about a lot.
Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. So she's never come out and apologized to her father about lying. Her father doesn't really have a relationship with her. Like I said, I'm assuming Cindy is still her ride or die. And Mm. she's over here waiting on a book deal or a Netflix documentary. Yeah. I think she's some, she just had something come out people in April of 2022 about how she wants to tell her story. Yeah. But nobody's jumping on it. Nope. (laughs) That's exactly. Cause it's going to be a lie. Yes. It's going to be a lie. And I think that if somebody did jump on it, they would want to, they would, they would be like, no, we're taking that detail out. We're taking that out. We're taking that out. And then Casey would like review it and would be like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. Like she would want to have full control and full narrative over the whole thing. I just, okay. So I remember this happening and then I remember, and she got off and then remember the Trayvon Martin happening and then George Zimmerman got off. And then that's how like Florida got their thing. Oh. Of, like You can get away with anything in Florida. I don't any know. Type of murder. I don't remember those, any of those stories. Trayvon Martin. Yeah. I mean, I know the name, but I don't know the story. Yeah. It was just a, 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 a guy in his neighborhood that was a uh, neighborhood watch. Saw Trayvon walking in a hoodie and, and shot him cause he thought he, didn't live in the neighborhood he did live in the neighborhood so shot him and then he got off because he said that obviously he thought it was i don't know self-defense like he had a reason to shoot him he trayvon was like a little kid like a teenager oh yeah yeah and that's why people wore hoodies for a while anyway so he she got off clearly guilty George Zimmerman got off, clearly guilty. I think George Zimmerman ended up in jail eventually for something else. Just like OJ ended up in jail. So it's like they get punished later on for something stupid. Yes. But Casey's just kind of flown under the radar. I don't know know how. Well, okay. This lawyer, Jose Bays, not OJ Simpson, Aaron Hernandez. Mm. Casey Anthony, Aaron Hernandez, Two other people I don't know, and then Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Those are some big names. Yeah, yeah. So hire him if you kill somebody. Shit. Because you will be free. So is she guilty or innocent? Oh, bitch is guilty. Bitch is guilty. I don't know it. And I'm all, I'm I'm good. I'm, (laughs) can't get it out. I... I'm all about hearing the other side, right? Yeah. And so I could even like try to think, okay, well, maybe the dad did it if he was raping her. And maybe that was like his kid and he wanted to get rid of the evidence of, you know, I, listen, but no, I she's can, such a I liar. Can be easily swayed. Yeah. And I believe a lot of things that yeah. are unbelievable. But not this. I probably would believe it. <laughs> if I was on the jury yeah. and you're getting both sides I can, it, you know, things can sway you. I think I heard the dad's, I, I, they, somewhere you can find the dad's letter. I would be the worst, sure. Because I would need to talk to one person at least. I would have to. I would have to cheat the system. Yeah. (laughs) Then you'd get the, the case thrown out. I know. But the dad, I think I heard the dad's testimony and he was so genuine. That suicide letter was so genuine. He felt like he failed Kaylee. 
First, you feel like you failed your daughter because your daughter's a piece of shit. And then you failed your granddaughter. And then Cindy over here not even doing anything about it. Cindy. Cindy Handy. Yeah. But there you have it. Casey, Anthony. Part two. Done. Done. That was good. So good. Who's going to be next? I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. I don't know. You know, I mean, I... That story was so good, but I just wish I had a picture of, like, what the parents' house looked like during this time. <laughs> like the outside of the house? The outside oh, of I the house. Oh, I bet I can find one of those. I'm just messing oh. with her. I'll never let you let You'll that know. down. You never will. Um. Okay, y'all. So that was story number one, week two of Guilty or Innocent. I'll have another one for you next week. It's not going to be a kid killer. I feel like we've been talking about kid killers for a while. So I'll surprise you. I'm still deciding between two stories right now. <gasps> um, is there anything else they need to do? Mm, nope. They need to go leave a review. Yeah. That would be nice. That Rate. would be so nice of y'all. We would love you. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, do all of those. If you don't follow our Facebook or Instagrams, go do that. Or Twitter. Go do that right now. Yep. It's all Bloody Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. Bloody yep. Happy Hour podcast. BHH. That's it. That's where you get us. Yeah. And and then most importantly, don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Down to find the murderer. The murderer. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.